The Fade You Podcast is a sports betting show for the everyday better. Whether you're a total degenerate or you're just looking for a little action, we are so glad you're here and checking out our show, whether you're brand new or you've been with us for a while. Enjoy the show. Fade You. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on, moms and dads? Welcome to the latest episode of the Fade You podcast, recording on Wednesday, October 4th. Today, we are talking some NFL Week 5, so we look forward to bringing you picks, predictions, discussion, all that good stuff. Make sure you are following us on Twitter, X, at Fade You Sports. And if you're watching this on YouTube, give it a like. And we're going to make sure we get all the shows up on the YouTube so you can check out Ham and Cheese. You can check out the Four Idiots show. All that stuff is the, is going to be there for you. But make sure you follow the Twitter. That's where everything's at, at Feed You Sports. Matt here with Kmart and Chris Duke. Joe is on a plane right now, so was unavailable. So, you know, in the spirit of the MLB playoffs, put in the call to the bullpen. And he's getting warmed up since yesterday, so he's ready to come out here and, and start throwing some heaters. We brought in the big dad, and we brought back Jared. How you doing, dad? Good, man. What would the signal be when you when you signaled down to the bullpen? You'd be like doing one of these, like, the, give me the big guy, bring the big guy in, right? It would be, so those on, those watching on video, like this, it, it would be, it would be this. Because he's got, because <laughs> he's coming in with the big balls, and he's coming in with the cannon. And he's ready to fire. That's what it is. What's up? How you guys been? Been good. 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 It looks like the twins just won. First post. Two sweeps, baby. Two sweeps. 2002. That's over 20 years, dads. Math is not my strong suit, but that's a long time. I was in high school in 2002, the last time the twins won a playoff series. Uh, I think we maybe all were, except Jared. Jared, what were you doing back in two thousand in the fall of two thousand and two? That was the last my, time the Twins were winning a playoff series. That was my first first fall semester in college. Go dogs! Uh, no, I was a, I was a renegade then. Did oh shit! Have? Okay. Were those was that were, were those JUCO days? Yeah, that's the great Bakersfield College. Oh wow. Wow, home of the renegades, huh? All right, we'll have to we'll have to take another trip down memory lane to Jared's first fall semester of college here. One of these shows for sure. But all right, I want to get this straight. So I I'm like checked out on baseball. I I said the playoffs don't have a lot of juice for me. It's Atlanta's really good. The Doys are decent. Everybody else seems kind of random. So I'm certainly out of the loop on this. Who has a Texas Rangers World Series ticket, and what is it? Chris, I know you've mentioned you have one, I think. Joe has the best one. I think Joe might have got 30 to 1 back uh, when he was in Nevada before the uh, the season started. I was late to the party, but, you know, uh, I think I have 7 to 1 on the AL and 14 to 1 on the World Series, so not quite about half as good as Joe on that. But, uh, you know, that, that was before the acquisition of uh, – Scherzer, you know, and, and DeGrom, the whole bullshit. But, hey, here they are. They got in the playoffs, knocked off the Rays. 
They can knock off. I'm assuming they're going to go play the Orioles since the twin, Twins will probably get the Astros. Go knock off the Orioles. We're in business, baby. Let's see. Okay. Kmart, were you in on this? No, no. I was talking to an agent yesterday, and, you know, we're kind of going over. He's a big baseball guy, and we're going over the bracket. And, I mean, he called he called the Twins winning. He said he's got – the Rangers beating the Orioles. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to put that series price in. So I'm waiting for that to come out. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I missed the memo that Chris and Joe jumped on uh, the Rangers. Not, not that I probably would have done it because I'm a Dodger homer and I don't know. Rangers kind of seem like they sucked earlier. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'll, I mean, unless it's the Dodgers Rangers, I'll be pulling for them. Absolutely. Give the listeners something to root for, too, throughout these baseball playoffs. Jared, how you been? How's dad life? I'm going to crack open a beer and let you just kind of catch up with us. Busy, busy. And my, I mean, I've had five nights a week of practice every single week, and that doesn't include when we have tournaments on weekends. So there you go. Give the dog some, too. Yeah, he knows. He knows it's good. It's, he likes a cold one, too. There you go, buddy. Yeah, super busy, man. Just not not ever finding any any free time damn well we are certainly glad that jared's here i think the last time you were on jared was uh one of our preseason shows and what i want to start with you is just kind of your assessment of the nfl landscape here after the first four weeks we've got four games worth of a sample size now surprises disappointments anything you feel like you had right from when we were on our preview show anything you feel like you were way off on what it what seems to stand out the most i i think that's a lot of like the teams that we thought were gonna be just bad you know that everyone's talking you know they might win two games between houston and arizona and all these you know lines of reasoning on how they were just gonna you know call it in and man Houston's two and two. Arizona's fought. I mean, they probably should be two and two. They should have beat the Giants. So, I mean, a the lot. Bucks, the Bucks were supposed to be trash. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of teams that, you know, everyone was so sold on their unders and just garbage came out, fought, came out fighting. And then you have the Bears, right? And some people. Thought the Bears were actually going to be good. Chris Duke's holding a fucking Bears over seven and a half wins ticket, for God's sakes. How you feeling about that one now, Chris? <laughs> well, uh, they're not going to be the Lions of last year. What did the Lions do? Rattle off six of seven or something, seven and nine for me to win that one. Not looking good, especially blowing that 21-point lead to the Broncos of all teams, Matthew. <clears throat> How many tickets did uh... – did did they write for Fields winning MVP? That was like the you know the hot shot call before the season. Is I mean he might not even Evan before he's benched. I don't know if that's worse than a couple summers ago when it was Mitch Trubisky being bet for MVP and the the whole MVP Mitch movement. I don't know if this is worse or not, but but it's rough and uh, yeah, those people are are looking quite silly right now. Um, I mean, we get to watch them Thursday night. We get to watch uh, Justin MVP Justin Fields, Chris Duke, Chicago Bears on a short week out Washington. Uh, how how much do you have to hate yourself to bet this game, Kmart? Probably a lot. 
like, I, I can't even I can't even get there on a teaser for shits and giggles. Um, <laughs> if Kmart can't even get there on a teaser, you know this game is fucked. Yeah, like I'm. I honestly don't know if I'll watch it. Like, I there's nothing in it well, for me. Like, I didn't I didn't watch Sunday Night Football, even though I probably had one of the biggest bets of my life on the Jets. So I didn't owe my bookie more money. Um, <laughs> so, so thank God that came through. But uh, honestly, the, the reason why I didn't watch it, I just didn't give a fuck to see them panda you-know-who countless times. Like, I don't care. Like, I love I love the NFL. I love watching it. But no, I'll, I'm, I'll tune out for that shit. I'm good. Well, yeah, I mean, hey, back to your, not free. Yeah. They they beat the Arizona Cardinals, right? That we just talked about. You, you know, that Commanders handle business. They're going to handle business against these god awful uh, Bears. I know Trig hates himself enough to bet it. <laughs> just t- tease it down, right, Chris? <laughs> yeah, come on. I was lucky. I was golfing and then listened to the old school man. I feel like it's so old school to listen to the game on the radio. It's kind of cool though, so I didn't have to worry about the T Swift issue. Cause I was listening with my ears and uh, I liked the sound of Wilson actually doing something. Uh, everyone was shocked. He was making plays. So, and uh, Kmart, we got lucky. Mahomes did the right thing. <laughs> hey, how many, th- Hey, we've all been screwed. I think we were all on that game where Chubb went down where we would have got the cover. So it, it came back to us. Like, and I'm pretty sure it's happened twice where I've been on, the chief side of that so no no it, it came back and yeah like he did the right thing look what happened last year i think when chubb ran in they lost to the jets they yeah. came back to win so you know what fuck crying about your ticket like he <laughs> wants to win football games he doesn't give a fuck about the spread like college yeah i think there was less than 90 seconds left. they lost that game matt there's people online saying on twitter x i know they're all brilliant on there saying there was no mathematical like advantage to doing that. It's like, are you, are you fucking, how, what you have a zero IQ. They, they ended the game. How, what do you mean? There's no, <laughs> the game was over. They won. Why would you give it back to, to the team? So whatever. Funny, funny discussion. And, and anytime something like that happens, the NFL is rigged. People just uh, they crawl out of the sewers and, and start making noise. What's up? The script came out, you know? Was- yeah. For Pat, yeah, yeah, the script. Uh, no, Kyle. I mean, Kyle, you make a good point. Like that's gambling. Like sometimes you're gonna be on on the right side of that shit, and sometimes you're not. That's why I mean, you can't win every bet because there's some weird variance stuff. That sometimes, right, Chris, when the field goal doinks in, sometimes you're on the right side of that, and sometimes you're you're not on the right side of it. Like if he had Jets first half, and they, yeah, I, I lost goal, a little right? bit on my profit on. I, I I followed Chris a little bit on that because I, I I was I got FOMO. I'm like I don't want to be watching a movie and then getting a text from Chris going bang bang bang, <laughs> like happens all the time. So I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna do like a little bit. So you know maybe I profit, but in case shit happens, like I don't lose like more money. Um, but I I did a second half, so I I got it back because I I doubt I would have done it. Like I'd like to say I still would have done it had those won, but I, I don't think I would have. So to me, it was a wash. Jared, are the uh, are the kids Swifties? Are they into the NFL now because of the whole Taylor Swift? So hoopla. 
one of them is old enough to know who Taylor Swift is and listens to it, but not enough to care. Like she, the other <laughs> two could give a shit less. My wife hasn't doesn't quite care. hasn't quite grabbed everybody. Uh, kids at school are writing about it in their uh, their argument essays. It's crazy. <laughs> it's absolute. It's absolutely crazy. But all right, let, let's get into to week five. And and Chris, I want to start with you here. We've we've seen four weeks of games, and and you're a big forget what you just saw kind of guy, right? You're not going to overreact one week or one game or anything like that. So how at this point of the season, we're a quarter of the way in. How do you weigh? forget what you just saw against well we've seen this a couple times now so what we're seeing might actually be real because i think there's a few teams that fall into this category so how do you weigh those two things yeah i mean there's certain things i think kmart mentioned a couple times this week like look there's certain things or maybe it was chase you don't fix certain things in one week like maybe a you know a bad drop pass or some fluky tips or something like that but if you're, you know, like the giant shit like that, like, sorry, Jay, but, but you don't fix a shitty O-line over, you know, six days. Um, sorry to pick on that team, but uh, there's plenty of them that have a lot to deal with. But yeah, it is hard because, I mean, everyone's, you know, talking shit on, you know, the Bills after week one, and then look what they did the last three weeks. And then everyone was, you know, down on the Texans, and then look what they've done. And uh, down on Commanders after scoring three points, and they go almost beat the Eagles. So, you know, it, it keeps reminding you to just keep, you know, but those teams are decent. So, uh, but I'm going to be, my two plays today are absolutely forget what you just saw uh, plays I'll be giving out uh, and hope that, that they regress a little bit. Okay. We'll come back to that in a second. Kmart, how about you? How do you weigh, how do you weigh not overreacting to one week versus we've seen this now fairly consistently like I think your Bengals fall into this category where it's like okay it's only four games it's the start of the year we expected them to be a playoff team but they don't look like one how hard is that at this point yeah and like like I'm going through you know all the games and I have like seven leans that I'm going to narrow down to like two or three picks and the Bengals are on there again and it's like are they just I think we talked about it last week. You know, it's just hard to to figure out where exactly they are because similar to the Giants, there's a lot of issues more than Joe Burrow's calf. And now Higgins is probably going to be out multiple weeks. So now, you know, there's less weapons for him to go to. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to put it lightly, I, I took my Burrow jersey off at halftime. I was like, oh, oh this isn't working. I'm just going to. Sulkin, you know, I was on my way to an 0-3 start after, you know, a great Saturday in college. It, it was – I was down in the dumps. I, I almost said, hey, make sure you got Jared ready, like, because I ain't coming on the pod. I got nothing. Like, and then luckily the last two hit. But, um, yeah, like, it's it's tough. I mean, it, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get back in my old ways where – I feel like I've just become too contrarian, you know, because it's everything we talk about. It's kind of just been battered into me at this point when, you know, I used to be kind of the square, you know, better that, that wins, you know, kind of like what Dennis has turned into. Um, yeah. So even, even like the Ravens this week, you know, I'm looking at that. I was like, man, like past two years, I'd be all over the Steelers. And now I'm just like tempted, you know, I'm watching that line drop and I'm just, you know, I'm just going to be patient and see what it does. Like, 
you know, maybe maybe it's that game where the early betters who got four and a half win and those, you know, late later guys who snag three and a half are also going to win. You know, we've seen that a lot, too. So there could be two sharp sides to it. Well, and Kmart taking going back to taking your Joe Burrow jersey off at halftime. It's really hard when. It's hard to not overreact one week when you lose on them, right? Because it's like, okay, they got me this week. They're sure it's fuck not going to get me next week. But then sometimes <laughs> next week is the exact right time to get back on them, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, that's and hard. That's, yeah. And that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm, but it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's just so hard to cap these things now. Like, there's, I mean, I'd say like when I was looking at all the numbers and, you know, all the analytics, I'm like, have probably half the games this week are legit coin flips. And it's just about trying to find others where, you know, you can get lucky and just be like, Hey, I think it's kind of what Joe, you know, is finally starting to say with trends, you can make a trend for anything. You know, you can, you can rationalize anything to make it fit the narrative that you want to fit, you know, whether it's division dogs, division, whatever, but it's just become so hard because the talent level, like, it's so close. It's, it's just who executes the most or who really has the bigger bruisers, you know, on the offensive and defensive lines that can make that little bit extra in the second half, you know, get you to a victory, you know, the unsung heroes really. It's the difference between a tip pass and an incomplete pass and a tipped pass and an interception. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's just, it, the lines are so sharp now. Uh, I mean, they can go one way or the other. Just well, like yeah. And even, you know, go to college real quick. Like a lot of us were on Louisville last Friday and, you know, they squeaked by 13 to 10, uh, you know, we our bet pushed, but they probably had like 10 drops. It's like, shit, man, they catch some of those. They might win by 20 just because they killed so many drives. And, you know, they weren't maybe two of them. The throw could have been better, but I mean, they were legitimate drops where they just get their kids just turning their head down too quickly. Um, and, you know, same in the NFL. Some, someone did it last week, too. Um, you know, just you, – and you could see him do it. And I laughed. I was like, oh, shit, he tried to run without the – and you you hardly see it that severe. And, like, you, it was just pinpoint. I wish I remembered which it was, but I was watching Red Zone and too many games. It's the little things. Um, Jared, you are not a little thing, but we're going to get you in here with one of your picks one of your picks first. So when you look at week five here, Kmart kind of admitted, hey, half these look like coin flips. We got some some small ones that are close to pick them spreads right now. We do have some big, gross, ugly ones. Uh, what are you looking at this week? I, It's weird. I think my favorite game is, is Philly Rams and the Rams plus four and a half, where we, we talk in the group chat through the, you know, Jalen Hurts doing his his up the middle, and that's where the Rams are strong at. So we'll see if they can, you know, if they can create some, you know, third and twos that maybe he doesn't get. Maybe he's not able to, you know, Donald pushes back and, you know, holds them and stops drives there because that's what Philly's time of possession absolutely kills people. They just don't have the same amount of opportunities because they can sustain such long drives. So I'm all, I think, I think. I think Rams plus four and a half at home, I think, is is what I like. That's my favorite game. Chris, your Rams. You're going to be in the Rams house this week to cheer for your team? Yeah, I'm having my wife book the uh, 
the nicest suite for us to get a couple. Now I joked with Joe cause you know, Christine uh, helped build that palace. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I lean that I love, um, but we, I've been rocked in these afternoon rounds. You know, you want, a lot of times I love them. I'm like, Oh, I'd love to take an ugly dog in the afternoon because it's more games. There's only two or three games, right? The last two weeks have had three games, a little more isolated than the 10 in the morning. They've, they've covered like five out of the last seven, you know, the freaking Niners destroy um, the Raiders uh, got destroyed. They came back in the second half, but chargers blew them out first half. And then obviously the Cowboys destroyed the, the Patriots. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, but I, this Rams team, I know they've absolutely gone up in people's power ratings. They thought they're going to be a five, four, five, six win team. They're looking like they might, might uh, win eight or nine. So uh, hopefully McVay's got something up his sleeve to play tight. Is your MVP going to play Chris? I don't know. The, the offensive player of the year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kmart, what are your thoughts on this one? It, the Rams, I mean, I, I got to agree with Jared. Kind of an intriguing home, even though this is going to be overrun by Philly fans. Home dog here on, on Chris's Rams. Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, if I – if I were to lean right now, it would be the Eagles. But like, you know, I, I even say that I'm like, oh man, there's at some point someone's going to take advantage of that secondary. Like it was kind of taken advantage of last week by the commanders, but somehow the Bengals line was given Stafford issues. I don't remember how many seven sacks on that game. So, you know, for the like the Eagles strength will always be their defensive front. So that that's kind of what has me tossed up. Like I I honestly apart from that, like I'm just like I I could make an argument for both. Like obviously the sharp sides on it, like I think it was even Chris's favorite dead number. And then this morning when I was running the lines, like I have it on my sheet at minus four. So like clearly the sharps are hitting the Rams, so Jared's probably on the right side. But because the line's coming down so much, like it's making me lean on the Eagles. But I just, I just don't know if I trust their secondary with possibly getting cut back. Uh, and even if he's, you know, snap count, they still have Puka. Kyron Williams is playing amazing. Um, two two out. It, yeah, yeah, like. It, it's a fun team, uh, you know. A lot, I think, a lot better than we than any of us thought coming into the season. I mean, Matt, you even said it. You know, are they going to be tanking? And you scared me. I was like, no. Um, well, well, it was it. Yeah, if they if they are as injury riddled as they were last year, right. like Stafford is upright right now. Like as long as they yeah. have Stafford firing lasers out there, I mean, they they're still well coached. Like they're they're you know average to good. But I mean, is Stafford going to hold up for the whole season? I I have serious doubts about that. But for now, yeah, they they look fine. I mean, they've been in every game. They beat Seattle. They were in the game against San Francisco, who owns them. Jared, do you do you consider? Because I'm just thinking of narratives that people are going to use to justify either side in this one. Do you weigh travel at all? Because the Rams are off two road games in the Midwest. Last week went to overtime, and then on the Philly side, you have a, a East Coast team traveling to the West Coast 
out of their time zone. Do, do you weigh travel at all or is that irrelevant here? I, I think a little bit. I think maybe if I'm leaning towards a bet, maybe then that that could be the final thing that pushes me over. You know, if it's like, you know, if it's a London game or something like that, or if they're coming home, you know, coming back, you know, from a from a long, long road trip, then potentially it, it could push me over. But typically not. That's not something that I really that'll really dive into or really, you know, push me one way. Especially early October. I mean, if, if we're talking late November, early December, maybe it's a different story, but we're still very early in the season. Yeah, they're not flying commercial. They're not packing in. Yeah. Yeah. Boarding yeah, exactly. Flight, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Chris, you said that you had some forget what you just saw plays. Why don't you give us one of them to kick uh, to kick your bets off? Yeah, I mean, it goes off of what you just said, too, with this travel. Uh, but unfortunately, I think the, the right side is going to be Atlanta here. I know they're coming back from London after an ass whipping. I mean, could they have looked any worse the last two weeks? They've scored seven points and six points against the Lions and uh, the Jags. And uh, can Houston look any better, right? Winning as uh, home dogs and road division dogs outright over the Steelers and Jags. So, I mean, most people probably think, well, the, the fucking Texans destroyed the Jags and Atlanta just looked like ass against the Jags. And you're going to give me one, one and a half. Um, go ahead and give me... Um, I know he hasn't been playing well, but he's really bad on the road, but he's always pretty decent at home as they came back and beat the um, the Packers there. Give me Mr. Uh, Riddler Ritter at home. All right. What do you think, Kmart? Falcon cost. CJ Stroud in Houston and, and our boy D'Amico Ryans and – Slowick, they, they kind of have something going on down there in Houston. Is Chris right? Is this the good sell high spot on Houston and buy low on the Riddler? I mean, the, the teams are so comparable. Um, I mean, Chris made all the points, but you know, I, I was looking at this, and yeah, it, it's it, it's kind of similar to, to Jared's, you know, a spot where I'd be like, Yeah, wow, short home fave, just look like shit. Houston's on a tear, but at, at what point is, is Houston better than, than we think? At what point is Stroud something special in that defense? Like, I mean, not, not to get, not to get, you know, too crazy about what he did, what they did to pick it, but you know, they've, they even stymied the Jags a little bit who should be explosive and really look that good in London either. But um, yeah, this Houston team definitely has my head scratching. Like, again, like I have this is a lean on the Texans now. And it's, I mean, defensively, Falcons are going to be in every game. They want to run the ball. But I feel like Ritter is, you know, this was another team I did a dissertation on. But Ritter just seems to be such a liability. He can't get the ball to Pitts. He can't get the ball to London. All he can do is hand it off to Bajon. And at what point, you know, is a good defense, like I think Houston has, just going to be able to hone in on them and just take them out of the game. Like once that happens, is Ritter really just going to start throwing up 50-50 balls to Pitts in London? I mean, shit, I think I would have nothing else to lose. <laughs> you know, they're two Dude. freak athletes. But I don't know. Like it, it's it, it's not 
it's not like these win 80% of the times. I mean, it's maybe like, like Chris, even our favorite, you know, college system, it's like 57%. Like it's not, it's not like it's something crazy, you know, in the sixties. So even something like this, it's like, you know, I, I'm willing to, to back the Texans who stupid as it sounds is, I think clearly the better team, even with five hazmat suits out there protecting Stroud. A couple things real quick. I think one, there's a lot of teams like this where they're just completely held back by quarterback play right now. I mean, so, so early in the season for the Falcons to just be unable to run an offense, look at the giants, the jets before Last week, Zach Wilson just completely holding that team back. Pittsburgh with Pickett, Patriots with Mac Jones. Like, there's some awful quarterback play happening Honestly, where it's like, sorry, I was going to say if they actually if they said they were going to start Heineken, Heine, Heine, whatever his name is, Anki. <laughs> Seriously, someone help me. Um, I, I would, I probably lean the Falcons, but Ritter is just, he's not getting bad, better. Dude. I mean, he. I laid it out for everybody how he improved late last season, but I mean, clearly, clearly teams are resting for the playoffs or they stop caring because even Pickett, same thing, showed improvement. If you go back years, Sam Darnold, everyone thinking going into his sophomore year after oh, the numbers he put up the last four or five games, <laughs> we all remember his sophomore season. So I'm starting to think these last four or five games where, you know, people get all you know, these massive hard-ons with these rookies, I don't think it means shit because once they, maybe it's the tape. I mean, it didn't matter for Purdy, but I mean, there's, there's something to be said that at some point, kind of like some of these pros or analysts are talking about Wilson, you know, you've seen enough. Like he's special. I think I'd honestly rather have Wilson than Ritter. And I don't, I don't think he's that far behind Pickett. It's, it's rough right now. It's Ritter? like for – what did you say, Jared? You don't think Ritter is that far behind Pickett? No, I don't think Zach Wilson's that far behind Pickett. And that, like, I just think he's his confidence for whatever reason is just so piss poor, maybe because of New York. But, you know, I bought, watching Pickett last week made me want to kill myself. Like he was terrible. Like, it w- you know, those two drives where they had to settle for field goals. And then the one where they went for it on fourth down and didn't get it. Some of it's a play calling, but um, it, it was kind of the same thing. We got in the Twitter war with our friend, you know, on Monday night. At what point, like, do you know you're going to be blitzed from your weak side and to get rid of the fucking ball? Like, I don't understand how these professionals make these mistakes when I was taught this shit in high school. Like, it's just, it's the NFL is it, like, the NFL is a fucking terrible product. Like, this is why I enjoy college a lot more. Cause somehow these kids, even though they can't play in the NFL, it's just, it's more exciting. I just take yeah, some it's... balls on fourth and fucking one thrown at someone's foot. <laughs> it's like it's Jeff bad right now. all it's... over again. It's like Chris, if you're if you're wanting the Falcons, it's okay. They're going to need twenty to twenty three points to win the game. It's like forget scoring that many points. They can't even string together first downs to sustain a drive. 
or create anything downfield. Like it's just it's bad on offense right now. And I think it goes back to something that Jared said earlier with Houston. Like everybody thought Arizona and Houston were going to be scum, right? Like, oh, Houston's going to owe Arizona the second pick in the draft. Like at what point is Kyle right? And it's like, all right, they're just way better than everybody thought. Same with Arizona. They're way feistier, way scrappier than anybody thought. That, that's the hard part about this point in the season when you're like, God, do I make this adjustment after I've seen them play really well for two games in a row now? Or is that still just a really small sample size and and we don't want to get crazy with that? It's it's really tough. So what do you know? I think, think you know. Yeah, that's that's it right there. Well said. What if the cards are the reverse, the opposite of the Dolphins that year when they started out and everyone's like, holy fuck, they might lose 16 games. And then they like rattle off four in a row at the end. What if the Cardinals win a few early and then just fucking the last. Know, 12 in a row to finish? Who knows? It happens every year. There's a team that gets out to like a seven and one ATS start. I think it was the Falcons last year. And then they just go on a tailspin where they can't cover shit. So it's important to keep in mind it's a long season. And what we've seen through four weeks, some teams isn't going to – I mean, they're, it's that's the NFL. Kyle says it's a bad product. I think it's just the fact that there's ups and downs in a long season. And uh, and we'll see where some of these teams end up. I mean, you know it's a bad product when, when they literally have Kelsey become a, a Pfizer man and then all of a sudden he's dating Taylor Swift. Like, it, it literally – it is what it is. Like <laughs> – that's why I didn't watch Sunday Night Football, and that's why Sunday Night Football was one of the lowest-rating Sunday Night Football games in decades. Because an actual NFL fan ain't falling for the bullshit. I, maybe I don't know the, why I'm so I'm, I'm just I'm just heated right see, now. For me, for me, it's totally the opposite. I, I can just tune that out, and it doesn't like the Taylor Swift stuff. People are like up in arms about this and it's like i don't really care like what? show it i think it all goes back to the whole kneeling game. stuff too like they lost a lot of fans from that and a lot of them are getting lost on this shit now too because they just don't care they don't they don't want this they just want to watch a football game and not you know before we would get a hot girl from bud light you know now who knows carl's jr whatever whoever's hot now <laughs> but just bring 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 back mud, dirt, beer, boobs, and I think America will be fine. <laughs> oh man, that's a, that's a fun tangent. Uh, Kyle, you said you had about seven leans earlier. You want to try to narrow down your list? You want to give us one that you kind of like? Sure. Let's look at this. Um, I mean, honestly. Like one I'm really looking hard at right now is, and I wish they didn't just beat the living piss out of Miami because I think it would have been better, but I do really like the bills in London just because I, I feel like come Sunday or Saturday night, a lot of public money is going to come in on the Jags because they're the London Jags. You know, and that's that's kind of why I was on them last week too. It's just like, oh, you know, they always play well. First one there, you know, Atlanta. I don't know if they've been doing it. Um, just just felt right, felt like the right spot. But I feel like, you know, okay, they did it again. They kind of ran ran over them. wasn't really a game um, after that pick six. I just feel like a lot of people are going to jump on that too. And it's it's a smelly line, you know, 
it's Chris's favorite five right now. Uh, but I, I could just see the Bills, yeah. you know, winning this game by, you know, ten. So well, I, and then that's that's kind of what I'm. I don't know if I'm gonna do it, but that's one I'm leaning really hard on right now, along with the Ravens. Well, in a unplanned celebration of fandom, we happen to have a Bills fan on the show tonight. So, uh, Jared, Bills going to London off a blowout, quite honestly, off of three straight blowout wins. Any concern about a letdown traveling to London after how they've played the past three weeks? Or is this one where they're just, they're so hot right now? And and the Jags have been pretty inconsistent. Is this is this one that you expect the Bills to look like one of the best two teams in the league and put their foot down on Jacksonville? I'm so I'm so nervous about the secondary right now. I'm gonna figure out whether or not Poyer's gonna be out because uh, White tore his Achilles or popped his Achilles, which we also yeah. have on here. Yeah, so. Close close to home on this show. So, yeah, I mean, that kind of worries me a little bit. I think, obviously, Peterson's a good to very good offensive mind. So, I mean, it's just I'm going to stay away from it uh, just because it feels like, to me, like Josh Allen has played straight the last three weeks after playing so dismally the first week that I think there's bound for a little regression there, probably a turnover or two. And then, you know, I think I think I've – Obviously, I think the Bills are the better team, but with the turnover possibilities, I just that's a it's a stay away from me. But like Jared, like how many years has it been? Like they've just had secondary issues. I feel I feel like that's always a reason why like I wouldn't play them or I'd fade them, take the points, and it just it just doesn't matter. They just keep plugging away. You know, even you know last year, Stamar Hamlin. Um, and I forget who it was the year before, but I just feel like they always have these issues in their secondary, but they have really good coaching. Oh, yeah. And with McDermott taking over on the defense, taking over for Leslie Frazier, they're playing a little bit more aggressive. Uh, and the only reason why Hamlin was in that game was because Poyer was out. So right. back up at that point, now we got a guy from, from the Rams, Taylor Rapp, been a, a solid uh, safety his career, so – He's coming and played well the last couple of weeks, but I just I don't know. Like it, I guess it makes me cautious to to go and say you know just because it's they have theoretically stepped up in the past. I mean they you know they've played well. Next guy, next man up kind of deal. But at some point when you lose your all pro defense, uh, all pro corner, and your all pro strong safety it kind of pushes it back. And now you got, you know, you got a couple of guys in Elam who, who has been a scratch. I mean, he hasn't even, I, I think he dressed week one, but he was our first round pick last year and he hasn't dressed the last three weeks. So, I mean, it, they got young, young secondary behind, uh, behind uh, Hyde and uh, Toronto. Sure. Well, well, I mean, you're probably going to get me to stay off this game, considering the last time we got in, what we got in a debate similar to this, uh, Aaron Rodgers died. So, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I, I missed that bet. I mean, I, I think I was on the right side of calling the game, but I, I, I missed the bet. So, 
No, no. Just I, I, when we're doing like the preview, when we're I was talking about the Jets, and I said they had like an average line. And you're like, bro, they have like the worst line. <laughs> you just, yeah, you nailed it. I mean, I, I guess the other New York team technically has the worst line, as Buff, you know, told us earlier today. But um, yeah, it's it's also not very good there. No, you guys hear about the the numbers with Josh Allen? I think it's like forty something out of his fifty something wins have come by like seven or more double digits. When they win, they fucking destroy. They cover, so yeah. it's like you don't have to worry about laying the you know the five, six, seven, eight, whatever they've been laying. And uh, I mean, obviously, week one they lost outright too. So uh, yeah, it's crazy though when they win. When those Bills beat you, they they take it to you. I guess for me, it's like what. What are the defenses that – what do they have in common where Allen is presented with some problems? And I guess it just comes down to being disruptive and creating pressure and getting him kind of scrambling and getting him off his off his pace. And that's where the turnovers come in. That's where the fumbles come in. And I don't know if I see Jacksonville. You look at – Jacksonville couldn't – they couldn't get any heat on C.J. Stroud, and he, they had a whole backup offensive line in. So – I don't know if Jacksonville is the team that's going to be able to create enough pressure to, to disrupt Allen, but I mean, it's, it's tough to pick a London game. It's just an extra variable that you got away. Jacksonville is staying there all week. That's kind of weird. We haven't seen a team play two straight London games before. So the tough game to last year, they, they, I, I feel like they had two last year, but did they just, it wasn't back-to-back weeks. I, I don't know. I don't feel like there's been back-to-back weeks for sure. Okay. That, that feels new and different to me, but let's do this, dads. Let's do uh, let's do rapid fire. Give us give us one or two more quickly, Jared. We'll we'll circle back to you. One or two more that you're looking at, real quick. I my next one is is Tennessee plus one. I just like the idea of Rabel against a rookie quarterback, and I know that's kind of been you know the court good defensive coaches versus uh, rookie quarterbacks that's kind of been hammered but Anthony Richardson right now I mean you saw him the first half of the of the Rams game was was a mess I mean incomplete pass all over played really good the second half but I just feel like Vrabel should be able to scheme up something that you know it's going to limit his athletic ability keep him inside of the pocket and make him throw to you know those receivers so I'm gonna go Tennessee plus one all right. Chris, one or two more that you're looking at. We're going to go with a dog and a poopy one at that. <laughs> How shocked are we going to be when this fucking Steelers-Ravens game lands with a game-fucking winning field goal like every other fucking time? The dog in these Ravens-Steelers battles have covered 11 in a row, and then when it's more than three, that since 2005, the dog is 21-3-3. and three. Fuck your 57% trend, Kmart. I raise you fucking 90%. I don't know. I don't care if it's Duck Hodges, Mason Rudolph, Ben Roethlisberger as a stick, Joe Flacco, fucking you name a quarterback. Mitch? You know, I Yeah, MVP Mitch, fucking uh, – uh, who is the backup to to Lamar right now? It doesn't matter who it's been. These games are close. It's going to be disgusting. 20 to 17, just like every other fucking time. Give me the dog, home dog that looked like shit against Houston last week. Go Steelers. 
I mean, we, right. we also like regression on this show, so that makes me like the Ravens even more. <laughs> 11 <laughs> in a row. Cool. That's a trend that's not going to keep lasting. So, Ravens, All right, Mr. It's lasted Ravens, since so. 2005. Okay, 18 years is pretty big sample size. I think people I should know, for context, Kmart's a guy that'll walk through the casino and see the roulette wheel land on red 11 times in a row and go bet black. I'm People with you. That. That's, that's, that. that's exactly where so Kmart's coming from. There's no spread involved <laughs> in blackjack. It's either or. There's no losing by a field goal catching four. In, in, in the long run, in roulette, coin toss, whatever, in the long run, they're going to be 50-50. That is why they created the green. So, yeah, that's it is the dumb thing to do to go put 100 bucks on black or red You know, after a huge streak, but you're trying to catch the new streak. Like when it does land black, you don't just go, okay, red. But what I've been doing now, Matt, like after being burned on on it for countless times, I go green now when I see the long streaks. Just it pays. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been fun. Speaking of green, I'll I'll give you, uh, I guess, my last one. Wow. What a segue. Jets plus five. I was going to say, I wish they could please say Jets. I want them to say Jets so bad. The Jets plus five. So love love the way their defense played after the first Wait, quarter. Hold on. Jets Wait, plus one. Where are you getting five from? Uh, I don't know. That's if what I saw. Five, call me Miles. I oh, know. Sorry. Sorry. Jets. Jets plus one and a half. Sorry. Yeah. I okay. just, I just think they, sh- I just think like the number's way off. Um, so yeah, Jets plus one and a half. Thank you. Um, you're making me like tell my trade secrets now. So like, I, I think the Jets just have like one of the highest variances, you know, to to win this game um, instead of it being a coin flip. Like, because Jared, you're the pick you had. I just had uh, it feels like a coin flip, but I get I get the you know reasoning behind it. Um, but defensively. I like their defense. Um, offensively, the Donkeys, it took them to be down 28 to 7. They had seven points on Chicago's defense up until the fourth quarter. That's, they're, they're not going to put up three touchdowns on the Jets' defense. Um, I hope I hope Wilson can scramble a bit. He's definitely lost close to two steps. He just, you know, I watched a lot of that game and he just doesn't seem to have what he had in Seattle. Um, and I don't. I also don't understand, and I'm not trying to overreact, but Denver's defense, which should have taken a step, they're oh. non-existent. They're just non-existent, and I, I do feel like Mr. Wilson got a little bit of confidence in a losing effort. Like he played fairly well. He had better numbers than Mahomes. But it, it, to me, it was more of the confidence. Like, this kid just needs confidence. Like, I I do think he could be better than what, you know, he's not – like, I don't think he's garbage. Like, he, he got drafted in the NFL. Like, that was a garbage take. Like, it, it's like he watches us, Rodney Harrison. Like, I, I couldn't believe, like, a guy on TV, he's garbage. It's, it's like you listen to these, like, bullshit podcasts, you know, just kids who – whatever – it's like, who says that like on national TV? Anyway, um, Jets is looking like probably my favorite play, and I, I would be shocked if Hazmat Suit over here isn't on that with me two wow. weeks in a row. It just seems like a mismatch. You know, Jets, you know, without Rodgers, 
or with Rodgers, you know, they're supposed to be a 10 win team. So I just think that numbers come down a lot. Slight favorite. And then I'm wondering why it flipped the game. Yes, playing pretty competitive on Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, they had they had every reason down 17 nothing to throw it in and to come back and to, I mean, be. I mean, they had the pick, but Gardner held. I mean, I saw the replay. He's bitching on Twitter. Held. Held. It's legal contact or holding. Like, it was one of the two. Like, he he got caught off leverage. Like, the receiver made a great move. Like, it's just the rules of the game. Like, it's holding or illegal contact is one of the two. Um, But, yeah, I mean, they're right there. They're right there with, you know, the Super Bowl defending champions. You know, one of the favorites again. The effort, the confidence, like you got, you got to like it. Um, you know, even more so than the donkeys coming back twenty-eight to seven on on the Bears. Like if they did it against the Niners, sure, but it was, it was the Bears. Kind of like the Giants when they did it to the Cardinals. Just like, look what they did the following week. Matt, give us your one. You're gonna lock in. Let's get out of here. Miami by a million. The Giants are an abomination. They're an embarrassment to football. (laughs) I don't know how you get a blowtorch taken to you multiple times in the first month of the season. Everyone acts be a bookmaker, but you and I text during that game. You we looked and said it was nine, and I literally snap called and said, When does this hit eleven? We wake up the next morning, it's already at fucking eleven. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Giants offensively, they they lack a plan. They lack execution. They lack personnel. I mean, oh, my God, they're terrible. Sorry, Buff. I'm not trying to pick on them. I swear. I even gave them credit last week. I said, hey, against teams like Seattle, they might actually look okay. Uh, nope. And uh, they got boat raced again. So I, I think Miami off getting their ass kicked. It, it's such a good get right spot. I mean, the yep. Giants are not going to be able to stop them. I mean, I mean, it, it's going to be ugly. I honestly played the Giants' second half just because, and I, Chris, I think you did too. We were texting about it. Like yeah, I had they Seattle. look good. I can't. But, they look like they're going to make it a game, fourteen ten. Yeah, because yeah, Seattle hadn't really done. Yeah, Seattle didn't really do anything, and I'm like, man, if yeah. if he just protects the ball, and you know, like honestly, before that pick six, you know that. It, it looked like we had a shot because if yeah. they go and even a field goal, 14 yeah. to six, play defense, you, you never know. Like the game changed from there, from that moment on, it was over and it was just yeah laughable. But up to that point, I mean, they were, they were right there. And yeah, I mean, you give them, you gave them three points or no, you gave them seven with the fumble and you gave them seven with the, yeah. the you gave them their defense actually did play yeah. okay. So, right. But like, man, it's, I don't know it's why not, we call him Danny Dimes anymore. I've been saying, what the fuck? What is their dime worth? What is dime to the other team? What Danny Crimes. <laughs> Danny Crimes. But like, I, I think it's, it's gonna. It's go ahead, Kyle. I was gonna say it's the same thing with Zach Wilson, but it, you can see on the kid's face he has no confidence. Clearly, like he he, he just Zach looks Wilson like a broken man, and then he got the ball just. You know, tossing tossing the tablet, which which was funny, but 
there's it's kind of like the Bengals. It's like, what else is going on? Like, I, I actually will listen to Lombardi's show this week because he loves taking apart this team, and I can't wait to hear what oh he says. Yeah, I can he, hear he loves I mean, Seriously, seriously. <laughs> I think it's going to look like the Giant Niners game, and the only difference is going to be the Dolphins are going to score touchdowns in the first quarter and not dick around in the red zone. I think it's going to be Miami score, Giants three and out, Miami score, and then it you know, the route is on. I, I don't really see a way for the Giants to throw themselves back in the game. They're just not built to – they're not built to be able to match score for score with teams that are good on off. They, they just can't do it. So, um, yeah, Miami by a billion. I don't care if it's square. Good. 90% of tickets on Miami, good. I'm shocked. It should be. <laughs> so, Matt, if that, Matt, I swear to God, if that is not in your contest, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be set. We'll see. I mean, you got to convince three other people, but I'm personally going to be betting off. I think it's a good one to outline Miami, and this might sound really dumb. Maybe they, maybe they play a turnover mistake-filled game, and the Giants somehow cobble together some competence and and put drives together and don't turn the ball. Maybe that happens, but I, I certainly am not. Almost every it. game this year, the Giants have looked really good on their opening drive, and then just yeah. go non-existent. So if they. I know it's scripted, but still, like, there's no, no, more no, no. Like, they were getting Danny out of the pocket. They weren't just having him sit there. He actually – he had confidence. So, like, they have to somehow take that scripted shit and, like, keep it going for the game because his whole demeanor changed. But like, even against the Niners. Like, it, you just see it. Like, I, I don't – I mean, you saw more, oh, my, my twin over there just snapped and, you know, threw the iPad. I mean, he lost it, dude. It was, you know – he didn't have – when you have those easy plays to make and you can't make those easy plays, he lost it. You know, he, he was just like, dude, just check it down. Or, dude, just fucking slide, you know. But yeah. you're twin. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get a, a side-by-side. <laughs> Jared is – he for those those not watching the video and don't know what Jared looks like, Jared is if – if Brian Dable and Shane Lowry had a kid, that, that's, that's Jared right there. <laughs> Jared, we love you, Dad. Thanks for making time for us. Hey, anytime. He's probably a nicer guy. Nice win on the Ryder Cup there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moms and dads, we will see you. Uh, when are we going to see you for Four Idiots? T- uh, Thursday? Tomorrow at 5. Perfect. Thursday, 5 o'clock. Be there, 5 Pacific. Dave going to be on, winners. too. All right, I love it. All right, Chris, remind everybody sometimes what happens when you bet on poop. You get uh, Dayball and uh, Jared's twin to throw a fucking iPad at you because you're getting rocked (laughs) by Pete Carroll and the Seahawks. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Fade You.